0: children, good day, hello. How are you? We are him. We are back. How's everyone doing?
1: Hey y'all, Hey y'all.
2: Up in the building. <laughs> What's up, y'all?:
1: How has everyone's week been? Lord, I have done nothing but, like I normally do, do my schoolwork. midterms have finally ended. I mean, I feel like I see the light at the end in the tunnel. I'm trying to go home to Philly soon. Hello. Like y'all have no idea. What have y'all been doing this week? Um, you know me.
2: I really need to get my schoolwork together, but
1: I'm so happy because
2: it's
3: no shade. I've been running these streets and I kinda get my life again. So like I, I, I love it. Uh, you know, I've just been working, but um I, I know that I mentioned uh me going to college in a, a previous episode, but uh, I want to let you guys know that I have been formally accepted into Fordham University. Um, yeah, and I am very, very, very excited. Uh, I start school in the spring semester. And uh, so you'll maybe see a different side of me on social media because I'm not going to be, you know, nine to five Aaron. I'm going to be working towards his future Aaron. So, um I'm very, very excited about that. So that's just that that's consumed my week. Just excitement and um, you know, trying to figure out what classes that I'm gonna register for first and you know what have you. So that's basically been my life right now.
1: Oh here's students yeah. I turn on the hands thing.
3: <laughs> I wanna say congratulations because
2: um for people who are transplants and like you really have to be connected or have a reason to be in New York or I feel like your life just kinda breezes and goes and you know breezes in the wind so I'm really proud of you because that's something that you wanted to do before you came and just to accomplish that I want to say thank you for letting us be a part of this journey with you and I can't <laughs> wait because
1: we're just no shade, I'm going to be there right. I'm on campus with you being a hoe yes. let me tell you because I moved here in August and Malik has visited me like 30 times he has found a man on my campus he has <laughs> Took up a snack drawer. He (laughs) keeps his stuff at my place. Like, I live in a damn dorm. I don't even Mm -hmm. got room for clothes. I got a clothing rack like I work at Saks. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to figure out. He has all... Look, it's a shared... I'm here to stay. He stays (laughs) no matter what. I mean, Lord. Like good stuff, though. So, yes. That is... I'm so excited. I'm just so happy for Aaron. Like, ugh.
3: Thanks, guys.
2: Yes, and true. she was being so traumatic via text message. But the prior weeks before, like, oh, oh girl,
1: I hope I, I get not, in. I'm not gonna get in, right? Ooh, <laughs> I was, was
3: nervous. nervous.
1: <laughs> and now Malik was out here twerking on the handstand when he when he got up, right? And saw <laughs> and just twerking on the handstand, but <laughs> Stevie wants you been up to you um, all quiet church
0: mouse well listen i brought us in i could be as quiet as i want to <laughs> um listen i've just been getting ready for my trip uh across the country to vegas and i've just been preparing for that shopping getting my stuff together um i'm excited this is probably like the fifth time i'm gone um but i am just ready for vacation i need it um, and that's pretty much it. Like, I just need this vacation and the time to fly for me to go there and just turn up in Vegas.
2: I think that one important thing about living in New York is vacationing and just yes. taking a step away from living in New Everything. York City. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really, really important. And that's the survival to sustain yourself here and just to be um, the best person is to, like, take time away from the city. So I can't wait till you get back.
1: Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Yes, he is going away. <laughs> We're all a sing here. I'm trying to get my own damn vacation going. Mm-hmm. But let's 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 get into the show. I'm tired over here, y'all, y'all good news, because mm-hmm. I ain't had shit to do. <laughs> so let's talk about our parents and the way their relationship has shaped our relationships, whether it's friends. Whether it's a lover, whether it's a, being a side piece, whether it's anything. How has your parents or someone that you looked up to as a father or parent, parental figure shaped your relationships now and in the future? I mean, for myself, my parents are, on my mom's side, my parents are the only ones married. Well, was married for a very long time. so. Growing up, I didn't have too many married couples on my mother's side and on my father's side, his whole family was married, but they were far, they moved away and things like that. So I saw my parents being married and while their relationship for me, to me, was not the best, I just knew that there were certain things that I would change for my relationship, whether it's. As a partner, I don't want anyone that is super indecisive, can't make choices for themselves, always looking for you to have the answer. I knew, because I'm very much like my mother, and she has to deal with that, I didn't want that. Because, one, that creates a whole lot of unnecessary sh- stress in your relationship, and it's just a problem that I kind of don't feel like dealing with. Mm. A little bougie, mm-hmm. as it may sound. So, what about y'all? Has something drastic in your your parental figures uh, relationship that drastically changed your outlook on relationships? Um, I think
2: with me, uh, the biggest thing has been I've seen, I've, I've watched my mother not only raise, you know, me and my sister single handedly and just by herself, but also kind of not only be the figure of the family, but take care of a grown ass man that being my daddy. And then, you know, did it also with, my stepdad. So, how how I feel this has has affected me is that I'm very controlling in relationships. Um, I feel like I will never leave my well being or like just decisions up to my partner, just because I've seen my mom kind of like take care of herself, the relationship, and the kids all on her own. You know, so. I don't know. I think that's made me very controlling because when I meet people, I'm like, "Oh, well, girl, we gonna go ahead and you know, I'm gonna decide this and this and this and this for all of us, for for us both." Because I'm not even gonna give you time to think about it or have time to think about it. So um, it's not really helpful when you're in a relationship because you know it's 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 too detangled. So you have to have that other person's input, and to not have that person is is quite selfish. You know, not not to have their input input into it.
0: Listen, (laughs) let me tell you something. That was a
1: very long and dramatic pause. Because
0: I'm about to get a little deep. Um, My biological dad has not been a part of my life, right? But my stepdad has stepped up and has been my dad since I was younger. Um, I look at the relationship with him and my mother, my stepdad, like something that I do not want. And it's sad to say, but it's something that I live with. And the things that they do are something that I do not want in my relationship at all. And for me to live with them and to see it every day is very, very dramatic for me and has taken me places that I'm just saying to myself, I can't have this in my relationship. Like, I just can't. And I love both of them dearly, but when it comes to their relationship and the way I outlook on relationships, I say to myself every time I look at them, like, I cannot have this. And again, I want to say that I love my parents, but the things that they do and the way that they treat each other sometimes, because my mom is very, like, calm, cool, and collected, and my dad is just, like, all over the place. And she tries to keep him centered, but it's, like, chaos for everyone when she's trying to keep herself centered, him centered, and her children together as well. You understand what I'm saying? And that right there is a problem for me. So that's... I just say, with them, I do not want that type of relationship. Love you guys, but
2: no. I just want to add that. That seems like... Well, I don't know, because, you know, everybody doesn't have the same life, but with single mothers, that seems to be... We're not black, black mothers and just people who have raised their... Ch- mothers who have raised their children on their own it's seems like the mom has to be the whole fucking component mm-hmm. like literally that's the mother boy of everything she and down. constantly that's the only example that i've seen and I've, i'm gonna have to admit that i've never had an example of healthy love ever presented in my no. life before i feel like and um that's one of the reasons why i started going to therapy is because i want to love myself in a healthy way and I want to learn how to love someone else in a healthier way mm-hmm. that I've been doing, you know, and that's one of the biggest reasons as to why I started therapy. I started therapy about like maybe three weeks ago and it's going well. But um you you really gotta learn how to love yourself because it's connected to how yeah. you love other people as well, which is it's important to mention. Mm.
3: I think that my relationship with my parents and, and then also just um seeing them interact with each other has made me into kind of a, a, I'd say a starburst, a juicy contradiction. Um, My parents have gotten divorced twice, and they are, you know, they stay divorced the second time. And they were, um, they were interesting together. My mother is very, very in touch with her emotions. She flies by the seat of her pants, and emotions tend to drive her decisions. And I'm like her in that aspect. I'm, you know, I'm very vocal about how I feel. If I feel something, it's all over my face. And, um, you never have to guess how I'm feeling about something. And I do let emotions drive my decisions, It's not something I'm trying to, you know, get a better reign on. And, but my father, he does not communicate well. Uh, he is very, when he shows his love, it's through doing something and being there for somebody and being like a solid rock. And I think I do that too. But the fall of my father is that he just doesn't communicate, uh, well, especially when he's angry. Or if it's a negative emotion and i think i do that too so it's like i'm very vocal about my emotions when they're happy emotions when i love you or you know whatever i feel affection for you i'm just i'm all in your face about it i'm always telling you i'm always you know what have you but then when i'm angry i shut down completely i don't you know i'm very one word answer i don't want to talk about it you know what have you and but what i do is that i still show that i care about you through action I'll be there for you anyway even though you're pissing me off and I don't want to talk about it at all. And that can damage relationships and so uh I'm just trying to find that happy medium mm-hmm. between Great. the two uh because you know seeing them together it, it it's so crazy how you say that you're just I'm not going to be like my parents. I'm just not. You know, but you grew up like they they shaped you. You mm-hmm. you're, you this is the first example of anything that you've seen is mm-hmm. your parents. And so even when you don't want it to or you don't even consciously notice it, you know, characteristics that your parents had when you were growing up, you start to see them more when you get older. Mm-hmm. And not to say that it's something that can't be changed, but it's something that does happen. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I had to realize. You know, I'm I'm not so different from my father like that I thought I was. So
1: Yeah, and I want to like touch on what Malik was saying earlier when he was saying that he wanted to bring forth a healthier um, relationship with love in general but I was just thinking to myself like love to me is an unhealthy type of experience in it, all in itself mm-hmm. I mean you put yourself you're, you're giving yourself to a person so it's not healthy to depend on just one yeah. sole person for all your needs and I think with love you have to do that in order to get anything out of it So for me, I feel like it's healthier for me to just love myself and be by myself than it is to love somebody. Because then it's going to turn somewhat into an unhealthy relationship. And you're going to have to fight every single day to upright the balance, to, to change the balance, to make sure at night when you both go to sleep that while it was an unhealthy day... It turned into a healthy night or a healthy, it ended healthily
2: I guess what I can change about what I said is more so saying how to kind of deal with those, being in those awkward spaces with your partner and your lover because like you said um, one thing that I find out or that I find very like interesting is that Masculine men can be so toxic when they are upset or angry or mm. they're not aware of what emotion they want to show. Yes, um, very true. And one thing that me and the guy that mm. I was dating the last uh, you know, the when I spoke about him on episode 1, it was an issue where he would literally shut down and and wouldn't communicate. And but be so destructive to Everything that it would be hard for me to even interact with him to a point where like he like stonewalled me out the motherfucker like, you know, I, I could have no access to him. So um, I guess more so with therapy it's just like going there to like be able to be comfortable in those places, because to be honest, even though I don't mind confronting people, I have an issue with being upset with people that I love. Mm-hmm. So if I have an attitude with you or I have a problem with you, I am going to be in a frenzy. Until we get clear, you know, add clarification to it because again, I am so uncomfortable in spaces of anger in itself because I'm not an angry person. You know, it's very rare that I'd be like, don't get me wrong, I'll turn up, I'll cuss the girls out, Mm -hmm. but for me to be livid and to me, for me to be angry, it's very far in between. But it's hard to be angry at someone you love. You know what I'm saying? And not, and then also like, I, 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 I'm one of those type of people that when I am in a relationship, it's given very much of, okay, well girl, it's not that serious, but yes, it is that
3: serious, mm-hmm. you know?
2: So you can't always be that person to like give in and just like, oh, well we're going to call this one. Like, you know, cause I, I don't, I don't want to feel like fighting, you know? Yeah. I
3: mean, my, my anger is very, is quiet. My anger is silence. Um, the more upset I become, the more I withdraw to where, you know, you, you can tell if I'm really, 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 really angry, if I'm not saying anything at all, mm-hmm. because I'm very vocal and. I need to do better with, you know, communicating my anger to work through it. Because if I'm just silent and not talking about it, it's not going anywhere. And really, all I'm doing is feeding it because I'm just thinking about it, you know. So um, that's definitely something that I need to work on. And from
2: I'm sorry, just from my last situation, it got to a point where like I had literally had to walk away because it's like, okay, girl, well, if you ain't saying nothing, the only next thing I can do, bitch, is throw these hands. You right. Know? So it becomes an even like even more volatile situation than it already is. And I think sometimes like us as gay black men, we don't know how to communicate and if, if
1: we can't fuck, we the only last
0: you. thing we can do is fight. Throwing them hands, throw them bows on so them. So
1: that's the equation that we're left with. But yeah. And that ends up being a domestic situation. Exactly. And man, you don't want that. So exactly. you need to <laughs> find any way to not have that. But I feel like communication I think with everyone's story, communication is the biggest key. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with our community, not even just being the gay community, but just black community in whole, therapy is always viewed in a negative light. So to get therapy, it's like something wrong with you. Um, you crazy. Uh-huh. you something. And you need, I feel like therapy is good for everyone. Therapy helps with communication, helps with uh, self I know acclimation. Yes. It helps just it helps learning who you are. Mm -hmm. So therapy one, don't be ashamed to get it, seek it, Uh, talk to yourself, give yourself your damn therapy. Like do something because communication is key. And without communication, your relationship won't fail because at some point in time, y'all are gonna need to communicate to get through a certain problem and y'all can't be throwing hands because y'all can go to jail yeah Mm -hmm. i just
2: think that um well you know i'm always open about therapy therapy has been great like i just started so i'm not going to be like oh i've been going to therapy for three years um but i'm in it because i want to stop smoking like i smoke a lot of weed and i want to stop and also again just i want to like learn a better me and love myself better just because i think that I'm not there yet and I want to be you know I realized that there's like there's an issue and I need to fix it you know um so yeah if you live in New York City I'm actually going to get Trey to post um the facility that I go to and they accept all types of insurances so like if you don't know or if you don't if you can't get on Google I'm definitely down to like refer all the girls so I'll put that on the site but uh yeah
1: and with communication I just feel like when you're In a relationship, it depends on the type of person you're with. Mm -hmm. So, for some people, I know my parents are very opposite. My mother is somewhat high-strung. She shows emotion. She'll tell you how it is, how she likes it, what she wants. And my dad is very much, oh, that's fine. Oh, that's okay. That goes with the flow. So, could you date somebody that is total, that you're a total opposite of, whether it's your political views, whether it's the way your outlook on life, the way you want to raise your children, the way you want to live, where, whether you want to travel and that person doesn't, could you date somebody that you always had to communicate with to fix whatever balance is, is off? Because I know that I I probably could. I would have to work through the communication by myself first, learning how to communicate with somebody else. But I could. I don't know about political views because if you have voted for Donald Trump, I'm just going to tell you yeah. right now, I won't even let you type hi <laughs> in my DMs. It's very much
2: a get the fuck off my couch. Like, me so, a bitch.
1: For me, I'm trying to figure out are people open enough to Venture to somebody that is not the same as them, or are we all just dating our our, our twins?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm all open for dating someone who's different than me because I like to learn. I feel like with relationships you have to learn from the person that you're with. Um, I want to take like every situation and like say that this is I have learned something from this. Um, I don't want someone who's just like me because sometimes I can't take me sometimes. Like it's just a situation, like I just can't take it. But with my partner, whoever I'm with, I want them to be completely different from me. I don't want anything same as Steven because Steven already knows who he is, and I'm trying to learn more about the person that I'm with than to learn about somebody who's already like me. That makes sense. It does. It does. Okay. I just wanted to know.
2: I love you. Um, I, I think me and Trey were talking about the guys that I date. And I think that (laughs) the guys, um, the men that I date, and, um, I think they're all different, which Mm. is great. Um, I don't date outside of my race. Um, I like to always make it interesting. But like, I mean... No, I haven't tried today outside of my race, but I I don't have the desire to. Look,
1: he said his penis does not get yeah. hard for anybody that is not a mocha, <laughs> a chocolate, or a cocoa. So... Yeah. You you white men, I'm sorry. Don't enter his DMs. I, yeah, I just got on the no. light skin girls.
2: Like, I'm, I'm totally Lights like... Light skin girls are the best girls. You sometimes. know, I'm totally like a dark skin guy. And, um... But no, like, I think that one thing that I've learned from the guys that I've dated thus far is patience, if anything, because the black man does not move on anyone else's time but his own. Um, and you would think I know that. But just, like, again, dating another person, um, it's crazy. But one thing I've also learned is, and that I've accepted, is that Malik you are a being, you're a human being that constantly changes all the time every hour you know biologically so why is it so hard to understand change when it's presented in the relationship you know mm. um so that's something that I've really really been trying to work on is just understanding that that person as is as fallible and as human as I am and just to bring it down and to realize that everybody's not perfect because I'm slightly demanding, like, and I, I, I'm not afraid to say that, but that's just because I'm a badass bitch. You know, like, I, I'm one of those type of people. I go up to bat for who I love, like my friends and my family. That's why I go as hard as I do. But at the
3: same time, I can chill a little bit, you know? <laughs> like,
2: mm-hmm. like, damn,
3: bitch. Like, Bring it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: um, that's what I, I will say I learned.
3: I want to say, I want to say yes. That I could date somebody who was different from me, but it, it, what my mind presents when I think about it is a whole lot of non-negotiables. Um, so, like, I mean, to slightly touch on politically, if our political worldviews don't match, then I'm probably not going to be interested in nothing that you got to say. Um, but in my head, it's like that's minor when compared to. I don't know. I I I carry a thirst for knowledge um and adventure you know i i I want someone who enjoys like reading a book who who enjoys you know like seeing more than what's just in front of us every day uh someone who's not mentally stagnant and that can have so many different definitions and presentations so i don't want to just blanket say no i wouldn't you know if you don't read books you know i wouldn't but it's like you know you can consume in a completely different way that's still interesting to me Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I guess it would just have to be like a case by case basis. Um, but I I just feel like, you know, you overall be, um, be open to learning, be open to being wrong, be open to becoming more than what you already are. Um, because that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm wrong a lot and I am problematic a lot and I am stupid a lot. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I know that you know and i'm open to being wrong and you know what have you and i think that has to be a thing for the person that i'm dating otherwise i'm just looking at you like you just you're sitting there you're like stagnant water and that's boring to me so
2: i can't say the full story but um i was out with my my friend friend the other day and um we were talking and i was saying like i'm willing to put up like all black men come with a bullshit like let's Let's go ahead and put that motherfucking fact on the table. You know, now that we have acknowledged that I am willing to put up with some of the bullshit, but it's just like, also girl, like bitch. No girl. I ain't dumb. Like I'm not boo, boo to boo. Like, and I, people know that they do certain behavior and they're aware of it mm-hmm. and they sit in it and they enjoy it. And for me to be, spiritual enough and intelligent enough to realize that through your vibes and through your communication you are really fucking trying my pussy like mm-hmm. for me to not think that I don't fucking know mm-hmm. so like I said I, I understand that there's always gonna be like you know it's gonna be trials with getting to know someone but there are sometimes when I felt like I've dated people who oh well girl this is it bitch you can take it or leave it mm-hmm. no girl Mm-mm. no so yeah <laughs>
1: Let me tell y'all, if y'all could have seen his face, he looked like he was about to. Something was about to come oh, out. Bitch took off like her the, shades
0: and everything. Yeah, Jam, Listen.
1: It was getting heated in here, and yeah. we will be right <laughs> back. Let us cool off for a second.
2: Yeah. Hey, y'all. This is Malik. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at podcast, And step into our world
1: at himpodcast.com. Hey y'all! Hey y'all! We back! We back! Look, it got a little heated. Mm-hmm. People was getting hot, and a little thirsty. Yeah. You know, we had to sweat. We were taking glasses off, shawls, mm-hmm. jackets, mm-hmm. shoes, bracelets. Yes, bracelets. everything was coming off. Not in the way that y'all was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> no, we ain't giving we were, that over here. We're not. Child. We're not doing that right now. No no bad, bad. Okay, Sister
3: but Sister um, squad,
1: bitch, we wanted to come on back and just talk about. I mean. With dating somebody that is opposite you, that can come in many shapes and forms. Let's talk about race. There's a whole stigma, I know, that if you date someone that is opposite of your race, that you aren't down for your people. That you aren't here for them. You look down on them. And for me, I, I, I don't see that to be the case at all. No. I think that you can love a, a white man, but also know that your people built this shit. Right. And they owe us. And you can remind your man and uplift and educate your man mm-hmm. <laughs> and still be in a loving, compassionate relationship and be happy. And let's
2: also add, like, if you are gonna date outside outside of your community, don't throw try like don't throw dirt. On your own community because I will get into that but yeah
1: <laughs> because yeah I mean look it's a difficult balance one being black being gay and then dating a white man It's truly would be a difficult balance mm-hmm. I mean you have to tee the line with your own community mm-hmm. with the person you're dating but also being black and gay you gotta tee the line All the time So you are always on your tippy toes Trying not to break the glass But sometimes it's worth it And sometimes it's not But you gotta make sure you educate You make sure you uplift your people While you uplift your man at the same damn time Cause if you don't do that That shit ain't gonna work Would y'all date somebody that's not why? I mean, not black. I mean, I mean,
3: my opinion on this is, I mean, I like to RSVP as pending. Yeah. Um, I'm still figuring that out. I. It, That's
1: a vanilla subject. That
3: is ban- all
1: lives matter bullshit. <laughs> here we now, go. Get the real tea here, ding, sir. Ding,
3: ding. <laughs> the real, the real tea is that I don't know.
1: Ooh. I mean.
3: Like I said before, it's a, it's a case-by-case basis. I mean, there are times when I look at white men and I'm like, wow, he's cute, good. probably mm-hmm. racist. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? Not racist. And then there are times where I'm like, wow, you know, I feel like he might, you know, this might be a thing. Or, you know, looking at, you know, uh, a Japanese guy, a Native American guy, I have been attracted to you know, uh, many different types of men. I'm not going to say all because I probably haven't seen all types of men. But you know, there. Uh, when it comes to race and ethnicity, nationality, I've been attracted to many different types. Um, when it comes to getting a relationship with them, that's you know, it's about picking apart your brain and how you see things and how you move through life because that's a different experience. Being a black gay man is completely different from being a Japanese gay man, from being a white gay man, from you know. Being a Native American gay man, we all have different narratives and experiences that shape us, and so I I don't know. I mean, on the surface, yeah, because, I mean, like, you know, some of would be fine, but, like, deeper, I'm not sure yet.
2: Um, I will say that, you know, living in Virginia, the white men are a lot different from living in New York City. Um, so, I would say, like, back when I lived in Virginia, white men weren't interested in dating black men, but here... The black man is like a commodity and here I mean in New York. so it's just like that's the thing to do here. Um, I haven't participated. I haven't dated any white men though. I have some requests. I just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. like I haven't dedicated enough time to my brothers, you know. I think that it's it's important to note that there's different ethnicities ethnicities within the black community that so I'm still playing with that with being in with living in New York, you know? Um but yeah, like I haven't even though like I would, but it would be weird because I say nigga a lot. Like and I wouldn't want you to be uncomfortable. Like I do some black shit, you know, and I think that to it's a little insensitive to say nigga around the, a white person, possibly.
3: Nope, see, no, 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 I don't. I don't. No, see, false. Here's the thing. I, don't I live,
1: I have no boundaries of who I will date except for, um, if you voted for Donald Trump. But I live with three white men <laughs> and I educate them every damn day as you should on what they can and cannot say and cannot do, <clears throat> and um. Just to know, like, I say nigga around them, but I know damn well I told them, you can't say it whether it's a, you writing it in a rap, whether it's a (laughs) song, whether it's uh, anything. You come out your mouth, you won't be living here. Because I will have you on the next plane smoking or the next subway smoking. I don't play that game. So for me, it's like, I'm going to teach and if I'm not gonna change myself, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be who I am. I say nigga, you want me nigga? Hey nigga. Just you can't say yeah. it to me.
2: You can't even type it on Google, bitch. No.
1: <laughs> you can't even get a translation. Yeah. So for me, that's, that's, I'm gonna be myself regardless. So if I'm not gonna be me, I might as well not date you. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, my whole outlook on life right now. <laughs> I swear to, I swear ah. to y'all.
3: I sit next to Aaron for every recording. Again, it is like
1: Ethel and, and somebody else. Girl. I feel like I want to fight him every single time. I don't be oh, doing David, nothing. They've they been cutting
3: up Oh day. He has been, I've been in his selfie and his pictures. He takes 30 of
1: them. Oh. Then I'm in like half of them and I don't want my ass in half. It. It's
3: just Y'all know fun. I take a lot of pictures. It's
0: uh, I
1: can. But it's so much fun sitting next to him,
3: so I'm not gonna be real shady. No, that's Watch it. It's fun. Okay. He will call me vanilla or beige oh. or, or boring
1: <laughs> later, so I'm gonna try to keep my, my shade level down Girl. just to make sure. And also, I don't want the aeronauts to come
0: after me. Oh either. right.
1: They wait, so, because
3: bitch, they're waiting. They Y'all waiting really give that too oh, much. Hey. I'm I need really, really like. It's not so talk even that. Stop talking
0: about my man, bitch.
1: Stop like, about my man. The it's
3: girls, not no. even that deep. Y'all ain't gonna
1: be sending hate mail to the P.O. box. <laughs> like, let me tell you. I, my Twitter is a little quieter. Mm-hmm. My timeline is a quiet timeline. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I like it that like, way. Right. Uh-huh. And I don't need the air next up
3: in my mentions.
1: Okay. I love that we named them the Air bitch <laughs> Look, they about to start singing me with the beehive side like I don't it's know.
3: It's crazy because they don't song. exist. That's the part that really gets me. Y'all they are really imaginary tweets. out here. They're literally tweets out there. The girls want you. Girl, they want you. That's the thing. You I'm don't I'm the DMs
1: They aren't full cool with the Aaron tweets girl. like what's his shoe? Air probably getting tweets
0: and DMs. He ain't even saying that. I'm talking about his DMs are closed. Lives.
3: They are. <laughs> Do not DM me nothing.
2: But the doggy door is open. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so not that slide, either.
2: You can slide them No,
3: the <laughs> yeah. you know, slide Nail shut, dog. You know, slip, slide a toe. Oh, oh, a toe. A toe. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he he check the feet first. Hey, <laughs> he feet first. hey, hey he yo, door, Don't shoot. no, nah, yeah, so dog.
1: Send the feet first, then the face, then, uh, then uh, the face. Uh, then the DMs are right. closed. And, every single body part. And just say i i want to worship <laughs> worship your body i'm done with y'all i'm done with y'all but look, sure. look, look 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 with everything going on i want to talk about rejection <laughs> i know that Chef. well i feel like i haven't been rejected too many times <clears throat> but i know it happens to everyone we get we, we fall we into somebody we into somebody that we really want we really want to get to know talk to be close to mm-hmm. and they end up hitting you with like um yeah I'm not that into you mm-hmm. and you out here looking lost in the world looking for a home like a homeless mm-hmm. dog so what do y'all do with rejection do y'all take it well do y'all want to start fighting afterwards because I feel like that is a little toxic if you want to start fighting but what do y'all do oh um i'll say i've only been
0: like i remember one specific like rejection and it was in the club and i was just like trying to talk to and not to say that in the club is the like the best place to talk to someone but i tried and i got like a hand up and i was just like oh bitch i'll never do that again I will never be that girl to talk to the guy that's, like, standing in the corner by himself, like, oh, hey, what's up? It was just like, er, bitch, step back. I was like, ah, bitch, what did I do? But I've also, I can say that I will own up to the shit that I do. I've also been the girl that rejects a lot, but in a nice way. Like, if you lived a distance or very far. I've never done the long distance relationship. And it seems like a lot of guys want to talk to me that are long distance. Like, I can't do it. Like, I need my man here. Like, I can't talk to you living all the way in California because you could be doing anything you want in California. And that's on my brain. And I don't have time for that. So, all the people who have been trying to talk to me they are living like... California, Texas, oh, you so cute, you so this, you so that. I, listen, I'm good with being your friend. Like, as many pictures as you want on my Instagram page. Like, as many tweets as I post, but don't try to be like, oh, I want to start a relationship with you because it's not going to work. Not for me.
1: So, wait, you can't do no computer love?
0: Hell to the no.
1: <laughs> I'm not a FaceTime off it. No. Y'all can't be going to FaceTime dinner. No. No, 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 and no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. I don't like my fantasies to just keep going. I'm going to need to know what you feel like and what you're doing when you're touching me. Uh-uh. I can't do it. No. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Touching you. Touch my body.
2: Oh. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because the person I want to say their name so bad because he is well known. He's from Virginia, but he actually lives in New York now. Hey. And say their name. Um we'll say it at, at the end of recording, but Ooh. it's so funny because we met on this is when BGC was out. Oh and so we bad. started talking on BGC, and I'm not gonna lie, this is a he he fine. It is very weird that I say this about people from Virginia, but he's fine. Mm-hmm. And so, bitch, we were on like he we we spoke on um, BGC. He came to my my mother's house in Churchland, out Portsmouth, and met him. He was into me or whatever, whatever. Bitch, he found my MySpace girl, and this is when I had this is the interim of like me moving from Atlanta to Virginia, so. All of my, all of my pictures from Atlanta was like clamp boots. Like I used to wear makeup, mm. Woo 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 like the whole nine. Bitch, he was like, yo, I saw you in my space and I'm not into feminine men Oh, I hate at you. all. And Ugh. bitch, that has been the only one person that has ever rejected me out of my life. And it really like, bitch, that had me gagging for like weeks. Yeah weeks like I still kind of gag now and that happened like so many years ago you know um but I think that I'm so glad to be out of that part of my life where I'm like worried about if men are interested in me whether if I'm feminine or not you know and then obviously now that I date men who like feminine men you know um but yeah girl that had my puss gagging because I was like Jesus. Especially in Atlanta, because all the boys live for the cunts in Atlanta. So love a country girl. me coming back home, I was like, oh bitch, I'm about to serve these girls in Virginia bitch. Nah, girl, my puss was gagging. So I was I was like, ah! And bitch, if y'all I wanna say who it is so fucking bad. But that's late. But yeah, he's a handsome guy, so
3: that's why I was just like, oh
2: shit. Yeah, I am. Okay. So yeah.
3: Oh. <laughs> I uh Rejection hurts, man. Like it, 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 never that sting never really like lessens. You know what I'm saying? If you put yourself out there with somebody and they're like, nah, it's like, Ugh. And um, I, I pout a little. Um, but it's not like a, like a. I, I don't, I don't keep trying. I don't, you know, try to convince you or you know whatever. Um, I just take the rejection on the nose and be like, wow, that sucks. Um, I wish, I wish we could. And then I go about you know because I mean? it's, it's too many people in the world to be concerned about. One, rejection. Um, in rejecting people, I, I try to keep it polite, but rejection comes in all forms, man. Sometimes you got to be mean. Like, you have to be mean sometimes. Like, it, that, that literally sometimes is the only way you're going to get it across because the niceness, sometimes they'll translate that into friendship, which will translate back into what they're originally going through in the right. first place. So you got to nip it right in the bud. And so it sucks to have to do that. But when you realize that that's the only way, then, I mean, A no means no bitch Uh -uh, like it's no shade
2: like i'm not gonna get too into it but it's just like if you're if i out or even online if you hit me up you know i love all your pictures show your dick show your hole you know and then i don't respond That means, girl i'm not interested and don't message me or don't come up to me and be like well why weren't you interested what did i do Right. right I'm not giving
3: you a play-by-play like, so what's wrong with me? I'm not not attracted to you. I don't have to explain that to you, dog. I'm a grown man. Like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not not feeling it. And it goes both ways. Like, I'm not about to ask you why you you wasn't feeling me. You're not feeling me? All right, well, let me put my tail between my legs and slink away and then, you know, find something else to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, just take it on
0: the nose, dog. It happens. It's really some girls that don't really like that at all like they just will keep going and i've had that happen to me a lot like girl listen i'm not i'm not like i'm not i'm not here for you like i'm good and i'm honestly sometimes good at being friends with people and some people don't even want to be your friend like i want to be your friend why can't we be cool like just you know just hang out and and not have your mindset on like i want to get you or this is my way of mm i then that's why i just like "Mm." I can't do it.
2: One thing that I do want to point out and just bring light to is that in the gay community, it's almost as if like friendship is like a second place prize. Mm-hmm. It's just like, bitch, if I can't have a dick or the whole bitch. I
0: don't want to be with you. I don't want nothing. That's
2: crazy. So it's really disheartening just because I think sometimes we really like miss connecting um, before we like are able to elevate if if we even go to that place, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, like it's it's. Rejection is hard, and I think that's why a lot of people, you know, use apps and stuff because that kind of filters or, like, lessens the blow of being in person. Because no shade, if somebody did, you know, sometimes the girls do carry, like, as far as rejecting. But, um, yeah, like, it's, it's something that comes with the territory about dating and just wanting to connect with other people, you know?
1: So, I am so happy with this. This show, I mean, like, we saw so much. She it got heated. Mm-hmm. We talked about heartbreak and rejection. Yeah. I mean, Lord, that's something we all deal with. But I want to know before we close out, before we go, before we tell y'all deuces, mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything that's been on your mind for this week? Anything that you want to shoot down? Anything that you want to raise up? Anything?
2: No, I just want to say black men, regardless, like I love all my black men. This is a space for us to like get right, get our heads right, get our spirits right and to love on each other and to learn from each other. And um, I really like seeing y'all every day. I love being in the community. I love being around other gay people. And like, I just love being one of the girls like no shade.
3: (laughs) I want to say something very similar. I have always loved my people. I love being around y'all. Y'all y'all you know lift me up and you give me energy to get through the day and i want to ask you all to bear with me you know i am still making mistakes and i am not the person that i was a few years ago and i'm not gonna be the same person a few years from now so stick with me you know i'm making mistakes but i'm learning so yeah
1: look at deacons michael (laughs) and Seth out here just look at your deacons Y'all are giving the word. Y'all are. are Lord. So, I mean, like always, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at himpodcast. And check out our site, himpodcast.com. And don't forget to comment, review, rate, share our show on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Because you know, we need to know. Do y'all like us? Do y'all hate us? Like.
0: Y'all better love us.
1: I mean, you really should love us because yeah. what's not to love? Yeah, baby. Yeah.
2: Um, and we appreciate all the love that we've, we've got received thus far. And um, we'll be seeing you soon.
3: Yes. Hey, this is Aaron. Make sure to check out our Him Sex playlist on himpodcast.com or check our Twitter or Instagram for the link.